Hey, what's up, everybody? You know what time it is. It's time to leave some likes and some reviews and get some free swag. April, what they getting? Actually, it's five-star review, so you can like it if you want to, but leave us a five-star review wherever you review your podcast, and um, you can win. Uh, we're going to have a contest, and we'll pick the winner on March 15th. You win a T-shirt and a mug and some stickers and that's, some other little goodies in there. Yeah. That's some good shit right there. Yeah. Make sure you do that. Because if you don't, I will find you, and I will end you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right, you guys, podcast time. We got the equipment and the perfect business plan. Give our show away for free and tell no one how to find it. Ready? This is the Louisiana Saturday Night Podcast, and this is Robert and April. What's up, bitches? Again, two times in a row. This is the Louisiana Saturday Night Podcast Wednesday edition. Yes, that was like the chicken bitch. It's the Wednesday before Saturday, before <laughs> Saturday, before the other Saturday because we won't be podcasting this Saturday because I'm working. Yeah, or it's the Wednesday after last Saturday. Right, so we give you this little little drop just to keep you going. Only it's Thursday, though. You're wrong. It's Thursday. Oh, my. See, look. I'm all fucked up. Yeah. I got to go to work tomorrow, but yeah. tomorrow night. I have to work tomorrow, too. Not days. So, first off, I got to say, the podcast we did about Gabriel Fernandez. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. It blew up. Tell us. So, the most downloads we've ever had by far for an episode. See, it's true crime. People love true crime. 455 download listens. Since? Since it was released on the 2nd. And that's the... Somebody's building a shed in there. I don't know what what the the (laughs) fuck just happened. (laughs) What? But, yeah, uh... 455 downloads. In, hold on. Since um, the second. In three days. Seven In seven days, we've had 531 total. Yeah. That's the most we've ever had I in know. a seven-day period. Usually, we're lucky to do that in 30 days. Yeah. So, when I looked at, like, in fact, I was at work when I just, I don't know, decided to log in and look at it, and I was it was like okay. 200 and... 40-something downloads. I was like, what in the fuck? <laughs> so I opened it up, and I looked, scrolled down to the episodes, and of course it was the Gabriel Fernandez episode. I was like, holy shit. So in the last seven days, on top of just our regular episodes, we've got 531 downloads. Usually we only have like 330 days. <laughs> a little bit over, maybe. Yeah. That's a lot. That's that's because people love true crime. A lot of people out there love true crime. It's true crime. Unfortunately, it's very sad that we missed an opportunity to um, to um, to give out the abuse hotline, the national abuse hotline in the U.S. Anyway. Well, I mean, I mean, if you don't know who to call about who's beating up little kids, then well, sometimes you don't. I don't know. No. We, won't, we won't go. That's as far as we'll go on that, but yeah. I, I well, like I mean, it, it was it was amazing because worldwide, we uh, 15, uh, wait, Canada, we had Ireland, U- UK. 
Netherlands, Sweden, uh, and uh, and um, Norway, Uruguay, Australia. Yeah. Um, we still have Switzerland. Our, we still have our Singapore following. Israel, Mexico, Netherlands, yes. Paraguay, Canada. We have four people in Canada. Uh, fifteen now. Oh, fifteen! Yay, Canada! Yes. So, hey, y'all are our French probably cousins we to were the t- north. That's probably because we were talking about Crown Royal <laughs> on the episode after. Oh that. yeah, with the Queen, they were probably yelling at us. They were probably, "That's not true, you dumb well, we, Americans." We've got twenty, some twenty people in Australia. Yay! They're listening to this podcast. Yay to the people that you never got to see two times. Trip on the Barbie. I tried to come there. I tried to go there. Perth. Yeah. Tried to get me an Australian wife, but <laughs> God wasn't having it. They made me wait for you. <laughs> they made you wait for me. Oh, wow. Well, I started off with, oh. a, with a Swedish I'm the one, consolation prize. And then I guess that was preparing me for you. <laughs> you know, because of your, your ancestry. Oh, Lord. This is crazy. So. You always insult me in some kind of way. Like I'm what? your consolation prize. No, you're you're the ultimate. You're the grand prize. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> I had to go through all that rigmarole and <laughs> and strife. Oh my to, god! To actually here we go. Finish here the race go. and win first oh, place. Oh, okay. Nice save. All right. Nice save. That's the truth. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, you're too funny. But yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you, new listeners. Thank you, yes, faithful. Thank you, thank you, everyone. I regulars, hope y'all, um, faithful regulars, continue to listen. I know I, that one got raw though. Like I, I, the whole time I was like, we have to. Yeah, I'm thinking in my mind. I, I might even said it out loud. I was like, we have to stop this. Like this is not our normal vibe. And um, you know, I started crying when I was thinking about it. I was like, this is just so. Oh, it was raw and it was it was provocative, but um, like we said, that's what we wanted to do, and we wanted to get through it because, like you said, if even one person listened to it and they went and watched it, and then oh, it that's, just uh, that's great. We had four hundred fifty six people listen to it. Yeah, but maybe so that's four hundred fifty six people that I like the, have heard that, the story of little Gabriel. Yeah, I mean they were gonna probably they were gonna listen to or know about it, but well, I not mean by us, but. It's on Netflix. Maybe they did. Platform. Maybe they didn't. I don't. I don't know. But for whatever reason, let's say now that if they've got maybe a child in their community that they think's being abused, maybe now they'll speak out because yeah. they hear just normal people like us talking about it. Well, just conversation in general, and get you know, just keep it relevant, keep it going. That's it. Yeah, because they have a Facebook page um, for him. Okay. And they keep. I did not know that. They're, I mean, in fact, they're. Because of Gabriel, they've passed a bill in California that wow. hopefully will stop this kind of thing from happening ever again. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes. yeah, yeah, that was that was. Thank you, yeah, um, thanks, everyone everybody. that listened to that episode. It was really special. Thanks, everybody. And um, we did that more as a um, something we felt we need to do, not really for listens, right? But I mean, I obviously liked it. So. Well, that just goes to show you that that's the message. That was something that that needs, you know. It needs well, to it just goes there. to show you, people like to actually hear someone talk about something that, you know, important and uh, not drunk. Yes. Just going off on and a I, tangent. And I could have told you that <laughs> and true crime at that. So I could have told you that was the recipe, but you didn't listen to me. Yeah, and well, I'm I not. know you deal with true crime every day. It's like whatever to you, but 
And that, not that case was whatever to you. That really meant a lot to you. Right. Um, but it was raw and it was, it was, um, glad we did it. Yeah. And so now we're coming this, this little, um, baby episode with, uh, <laughs> some cancer crazy. Cancer <laughs> causing monkey viruses. Monkeys that. I, yeah. I've been wanting. Controlled by the government and. Controlled by the government. You are, you have not been listening theory. to me this whole time. So, yeah. How we were given cancer by the government. Okay. And our I, polio shots. I am going to tell the story because you're just throwing like a whole bunch of things in there. But anyway. What? I've been wanting to do this one for a while. Actually, we had, we had tasked ourselves with the JFK episode, but that's going to be a bear. And I want to crank it out, but I want to do it justice um, because it does have um, Louisiana ties. So does this story. And I wanted to do it after, but I think it's very relevant now to get into it because of the whole coronavirus buzz. This is actually a story about um, the cancer-causing monkey viruses out of New Orleans and the research that was done. And this thing has everything in it. It has um, polio vaccine, uh, cancer. It's linked to, um, it has Lee Harvey Oswald in it. And um, the link, not a theory about JFK's assassination, but it's linked toward it. It um, has New Orleans in it, Jackson, Clinton. That's our neck of the woods up here. Um, and, uh, yeah, we can get into it. But I'm talking about Dr. Mary's Monkey. It's a book that was written by Edward T. Haslam. I've had it on my shelf for years. It was actually um, given to my mom as a gift it, or, well, loan, on loan for her to read. And she never read it. And she's, I just saw it on her shelf. I said, what? This is interesting. What is this about? She's like, oh, you can take it and you can read it. And this has been over 10 years ago. Well, I think, you know, first we should explain to people that you are all into some fucking conspiracy <laughs> and. The woo, for the, sure. The government. The fray. And, the fringe. The woo. And the, I think it, I think it, it's. It, it comes from the fact that your grandfather was at stationed at Roswell and was in, in the Army Air Corps. Yes. And, and the fact that he had mentioned, I guess it was to your mom or your grandmother, yes. his wife, that in there the, were just things 40s, that he didn't want to talk about. He was there in the 40s. In fact, my grandparents got married there. So, they, I mean, I, we can definitely place them there. He was there. And his uh, last name was Walker, and it was Walker Air Force Base, what I thought was very synchronistic. I'm sorry, but yeah. Um he did mention to my mom and to my grandmother, that's what I've been told, that uh, he did know about the Roswell alien crash, but he, he whatever he knew, he and took it he to the And he had grave. all the time life yes. sets. For UFOs, all yeah. the mysterious. That that was really what how I got into it. I know I've kind of touched on this before, but um, when he passed away, he had a study um, – you know, before then, and it was just just books everywhere because he, that's what he that's were what they he did. all like aliens and no. Roswell. Oh no, 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 no! I don't even know what the other ones. He had very few that, in fact, five maybe like half a dozen, six um, on aliens and Roswell. Yeah, it was um, a book called Mysteries of the Unexplained, which is my absolute favorite, and they gave that to me. Um, that sounds like a TV show. It does, yeah, and it might be, but it's definitely a book, and I don't have the original, but I bought a. Um, a, a copy on uh, Amazon, so I have that one, and that's that's that was the gateway for me because I, I, that was some kind of connection to him after he was gone, 
And he also had a whole series of Time Life books that had, um, and this is back in the 80s, and then when they had aliens, each one was different, like the Sphinx. Yeah, they had World War II, they had aliens, they had ancient Egypt, they had, I mean, I remember the commercials on TV, along with the, you know, the the music they used to try to hawk to you and everything else. They had everything in time. Right, but, um, and by all accounts, he was very, um, uh, it, I mean, he wasn't in the fringe or woo at all, which is probably why he didn't go around doing these crazy stories. But that generation didn't anyway. You know, they just they if it was a secret, they kept a secret for right, sure because they they promised they would. Right. Yeah. They took and that, that was shit their word. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And that was definitely my grandfather, who was a captain in um of the U.S. Army Air Corps at the time. He was a pilot. And um, he he was just he's very esteemed, and the fact that he even not had only these, was he a pilot, but he taught other pilots. We come to find out he was out. an instructor. That's right. Yeah. We have looked at his his record since then. Basically, the equivalent of his DD two fourteen. Right? Yeah, it wasn't even called DD two fourteen. That was, was something very else back then. Yes, we could put his. Um, it was pretty cool though because we uh, my mom still has some of his pens mm. and and um, metal. She's, she's got um, his good conduct medal. <laughs> Yeah. She has his um, Army Air Corps pin. I think she has his wings. Yes, and we could we had a, we have pictures of them. We can like place the the actual pins, which mm-hmm. is so cool to hold them in your hand. But well, look I was at the able pictures. to tell y'all yeah. some of what the things were, and then look up the other things. Some of them I knew, right? Some of them I didn't. Being in the Marine Corps, but, you know, some of those things, right? Um, but a lot, some of those I had to look up. Um, but even you know, a lot of those things have transitioned because. Your grandfather was in a branch of the military that became the United States Air Force in right. the 60s. Right. He yeah. was in the precursor to the Air Force, which was the Army Air Corps. I don't, a lot of people might not know that, but. Right. I didn't until, of course, after way after he was he was uh, long gone. and um, So he started your whole obsession he with did. Yeah. aliens and conspiracies and the government. And it was like, this is granddaddy. Oh, my gosh. Granddaddy had this. Like, you're kidding me. I didn't even know what military was even like then. Like, he roommated with alien movie. <laughs> Like, he knew all this. And then X-Files came out after I found these books shortly thereafter. There you go. And it was just like, I don't know. It was just like the perfect culmination of um, mystery and intrigue. And I've always been fascinated by just the, the weird yeah, because and the wild. Yeah, when, the when they rebooted X-Files just for that one season, I guess to kind of just like finish it. Because it didn't really, they didn't give it a real ending when it ended. Yeah. Back right, then. right, right. So they kind of wrapped it up yeah. now. You made me watch that. I did, I did. So. yeah. And it, it, yeah, I enjoyed Skull, it. Scully and Mulder. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And and I had a really, this is real quick. I'm going to get into this story, I promise. But real quick, I, I had a real fear of aliens coming and abducting me through the house. Like, when I found that out, like, that was freaky You thought aliens were really going to come abduct yes, you in your house. I did. <laughs> I did <laughs> because it because to me it it dawned on me and it was real that there's nowhere you could run there's nowhere you could hide like they were gonna come and get you like if they could go through walls and the roof of your house why did you think they pull, wanted you I, I, well, did they need to some insight on cheering or <laughs> it might may they might have I don't know they didn't know how it to cheer like, it was just the the realization of the fact that 
like you couldn't even be in your house. You know, maybe they were unpopular aliens and they wanted to learn how to become popular. (laughs) So they wanted to come and get you. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me. (laughs) But I can't. That's probably what it was. Yeah, they were the unpopular aliens. No. Anyway, they're like, look at that popular little Earthling. No, you you know how when you're in your house and you feel your house provides safety and security and comfort. There's just no watching the X-Files. They took all, ripped all that away from me. But you know what makes me laugh is you say that they want to come down and get you, but you told me once before, uh, and I, I don't know, you heard it from somewhere else, but that <laughs> the aliens it. consider Earth like the the ghetto, and they drive by, they roll up their <laughs> I windows say and that. That was a meme on the lock the media. doors. Social but you told and... me about it. Is what I meant. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. And, and that's funny because that's probably true. Right, and I've tried to. Um, so why astral... would they want to come take some alien, right. uh, some humans? Now I think it's cool, right? Like, I try to astral project so many times where oh because God. because this, and this is funny too because I was thinking. There's I want to. No, there's no such. Thing. I, I mean, want to drive just, a, a a spaceship. Like I want to drive you're one. Just imagining. Well, okay, but let me explain because I want to drive one. You want to fly one, and that would be the ultimate. Let's just fly this this spacecraft, this alien craft, or even if you don't want to call it alien craft, UFO, whatever. Um, what is wrong? But it's consciousness. You. So you fly it with your mind. You put your hand on the panel and you fly it with your mind. All right. It goes back to the the CIA shit where they remote um, viewing. Yeah, it's kind of like right. the same thing. Right, but so I, 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 I meditated so hard to do this, and then I, I came out of when? it. When? When did you do this? A while back, I told you. Anyway, so, but the so thing. So I'm married to a crazy woman. Anyway, it didn't happen, but I thought, I, I said, if I, when I came back to reality. <laughs> you I never said, left it. Well, maybe you did. <laughs> anyway, when I, when I stopped meditating, I, I realized the thought crossed my mind. I said, you know, even if that happened, and I go to tell Robert, I said, oh my gosh, baby, I flew. Oh, it was great. I flew and UFO. And you already oh, knew yeah, what I was you, going to say. Well, right. But how'd you do it? Fly, you know, it's with your mind. You know, you think about it and you fly it, whatever. It's consciousness. And then you would, you would probably say, okay. But how can they? You can't prove it. You cannot prove it because it's in your mind, right? Because you're flying it with your mind, so it's already in yeah, your mind. But, but like I told you, it's it's not. <laughs> just, but think it's about not that, that, that you would have actually flown it. It's like when you're a little kid and you're playing make believe. That's basically what you're doing. Okay. So I guess if you believed you flew a spaceship, you did. But I mean, you really fucking didn't. Let's just. <laughs> Get that straight, right, right? I really didn't, but but my but I when I was thinking about but it, but you may believe you did. I mean, I used to think I was a Jedi Knight when I was a little kid. You know, well, this was several months ago, probably about a year ago. Exactly. But all <laughs> is if I went to te- if that really did happen, like if I flew it with my mind, or at least my mind thought I did, and I went to tell you about it, you would. Like, how would I say, how would you believe that I really did that and not in my head? Because it is in my head. Yeah, I would just be like, okay, baby. But, it, right. But, but do right. you, okay, I know what you would say, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, like I, there's be no way to convince you that it did or didn't happen. Oh, there would be no convincing. I, I would be like, that's my point. You didn't. But that's my point. You like, believed that, you that, did. And you're, I mean, it's, it's not that you're doing this shit for real. You just, it's like meditation. It's it's probably once you learn how to meditate and right. you can achieve that right. 
It's the same yes. thing. You just you're able to fly your spaceship, which is what I'm that's telling your, you. That's your zen, right? But you're still crazy if you believe you did that. But uh, but that didn't happen. I tried. I couldn't. I couldn't get too far in the concentration because I kept. How, I mean, just close your eyes and pretend you're flying us. But I'm flying one right now. No, that's not what I did. I closed my eyes and you was expecting some metaphysical experience. No, no I was expecting to. I, I, I could actually. Okay, so this is what I did. I meditated. Um, I, I got to a place where, in my mind, I was like in a little compressed to a little bitty ball, like tiny, <laughs> tiny little BB, like behind, like in between my eyes, like behind my eyes, right? Because that's where they say you perceive yourself to be. Okay, so I'm like flying through space, like I can see, sp- well, not see space, but my eyes are closed, but like I can feel that I'm through space, and I just they say that you will come across one. I guess you have to go far enough. Come across out. what? A spaceship. Okay. <laughs> so, but I, I never did, though. Did you ever find one? I didn't. Right. But here's the thing, though. I couldn't stay in that state because I kept thinking, what's an alien going to do? Hey, hey. What are and you doing like, in my spaceship? Right, right. He would jump out at me and be like, like, you're carjacking me. Goddamn humans. Right. You're always stealing spaceships with your mind. So, I don't know. I, I tried. But anyway, it didn't happen. All right. So, we went way out there. I didn't mean to. Well, I mean, that's that's you, though. That's what you do. We got magic crystals and shit. I know. So, I mean. For just the for the very few people who have still stayed past this, like, we can get into this story. <laughs> well, I mean. Oh, Yeah. Welcome to my world. You have, like, your magic moon rocks and shit. I do. Like yeah. I, It's like I live with the Dark Crystal movie over here. No, they're not Dark Crystals. You have Shungite. We no, have, but, like, it's like we got these magic crystals. Yeah, we do. Shungite, Blue Quartz, Green Jasper, Indigo, Gabbro, and we have Selenite, and we have um, green, a green one. A green one. We don't know what that one is. We got we got this green one over here. Fucking stupid green one. We don't even know what we just. It's it's just a stupid green one. We don't even know why we have it. We just have it. I could have made up something, and you would have been like, (laughs) I would have, because I've been like, oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so um, anyway, back to the book. It's it's called Doctor Mary's Monkey. And so it was written by Edward T. Haslam, and um, he is he he grew up in New Orleans, and his dad was a doctor, an orthopedic surgeon, and I taught actually taught at Tulane. And okay, so, well, okay, not everyone knows what Tulane is. Oh yeah, so. that's true. Okay, and it's a, a very prestigious. It's called. It's been uh, nicknamed the Ivy League of the South, a very prestigious college in New Orleans. So bunch, basically a bunch of rich white kids. Yeah, or or people that can't get into Harvard, Yale. Is that what is that, that that's what that's what that I, is? That's what I've heard. I mean, I don't know. I really? didn't go. That's what I've heard. Oh, I thought it was just like. And the ones that are from around here that know about well, it. Well, I mean, yeah. that, that makes sense because most of the, if you think about it, most of the kids that go to Yale and Harvard are from those families in that part of the country. Right. So I guess maybe, when when was Tulane founded? Was it before oh, the Civil War? Oh, yeah. I think, oh, now I took Louisiana history. Now you're going to make me. 
Oh, I mean, I'm from Louisiana. No. Yeah, <laughs> you should know this. Well, I do that. know that Go it, was, Tigers. it was named after. Where about no fucking green waves? Paul Tulane. Um, he was a was very he a t- was wealthy. he a tiger? No. Well, then fuck him. He he was green wave. No, well, we don't even worry about him then. He, which is the mascot of. Uh, I'm all about <laughs> LSU. That's where Granddaddy went. Yeah, he did. But look, so anyway, um, I know you're trying to distract me. It's probably going to be real easy. Well, right no, now. I mean this is my this is my job in this podcast is to make fun of things and be, you know, I, just okay. Like, but you have to let me get a little bit of the story. <laughs> Oh, before you start making fun of me, because everybody's going to be like, what the hell? Like, I don't even know what's really going on. So, we got Tulane, which is a university in New yeah. Orleans. It's named after Paul Tulane, an interesting fact, because Louisiana has a inheritance law, which you know more about than I do. But um, he uh, he didn't have any... When well, he, you should know, but you took more of that class than I did when you was trying to get your notary. Oh, yeah. Shit all over me when I was... Oh, I, heard, I heard that. You were just like, home. you're like, this is just too much. Fuck, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be like halfway, halfway to a like a law degree. You just thought they were gonna be like, all right, here's your th- little stamp, go notarize shit. <laughs> right. And you were like, right. I came home and you and you were like, baby, do you know about this? I'm like, yeah, that's title, whatever. You're like, like I gotta learn laws. Yeah, I have to I'm learn like, laws. Yeah. Well, that's because in Louisiana, you uh, because of the Napoleonic Code. You do. You, you get. Mm-hmm. To, you have to know more about the law than you do in, in a lot of states just to be a notary. Right. I mean, you, you can confect wills and. Um, you, and basically, you were learning all of civil law. Yes. Yes. Without getting the degree. credit without, for it. Right. Without getting the JD. Yeah. Now yeah. you know. I'm, I'm going to go back and finish that because it was very interesting. I just was not in the right mindset at the time, and well, I just wasn't I've, ready I've, for that. Um, I'm ready for that. Well, I'm the same this way. This has nothing to do with this I've, book. I've that dipped I just my toes announced. in maybe getting my JD because I've already got my bachelor's. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about that because I've tried to talk to you and that well, you'd be an amazing lawyer. One of the fellow workers I'm going to teach a DRE with, he's he's actually in law school right now. I know you're going to be mad at me. Yeah. But he's getting his JD. Right. But he said he's going to represent me for free in the future. So For what? He said he's going to represent all he, um, all yeah, you should do that. People in my particular department for free. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. But anyway, I don't. Back to the story. Yeah, back to Tulane and the monkeys. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even get to finish because you keep interrupting me. That's he, what I do. I know, but the, the, the people are not gonna like this. You're gonna have to edit a lot shit ton of it out. Monkeys. So he, uh, but Paul Tulane didn't have any kids, and when he died, he had willed this money to. Um, to Tulane, and this is before it had a name, or it had another name. It, it wasn't named Tulane, or it, it didn't have a name yet. I'm not sure because I can't remember. It's a long time ago, and uh, then I learned this. <laughs> and uh, he, because of the inheritance law, Tulane didn't get any of the money because yes, he didn't have any kids, and he was going to give it all to the uh, leave it all to the, the university, but it had to go to the next akin. you glad I finished telling that story. Okay. I can talk now? <laughs> yes. I was not interrupting you. I was like, <laughs> see how boring the podcast is when I don't interrupt you and talk? Look at that. See? That's why, you know, I'm, I'm going to go back to a minute to. Okay. One day we'll get to the story. Well, but all right. <laughs> this, this is my role in this podcast. Yeah, but we will never get through this 
story. Well, we will, but I mean, I have to ask questions and because if I don't in, interact, the story then it's just just you tell me about. <laughs> We've talked about me flying UFOs. Monkeys. We've talked about me uh, just shitting all over being a notary. <laughs> like, well, please. I mean, okay, be, all right. It's because I'm the smartest one. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm done. It's not that you're not smart. It's just like I'm more smart about a lot of things. Your smartness is like in at one particular area. Oh, okay. Like I have more knowledge about different things. I'm more, I don't know. No, you think you are. That's the problem. Anyway, so in, <laughs> in 1964 in New Orleans, this all starts with the murder of Dr. Mary Sherman. She was an orthopedic surgeon. And uh, so she was a graduate of the University of Chicago. So she was murdered in New Orleans? In New Orleans, yes. Now, um, and then Chicago at the time, that was, I mean, it still is, but it was an intellectual power station, um, and it spawned many Nobel laureates. laureates. Chicago did? <laughs> yes, they did, yeah. Yeah, um, she studied under Enrico well, what Fermi. Ha- what happened? She studied under Enrico Fermi, Sorry, who's Chicago. the father of the atomic bomb. I'm sorry, Chicago. I didn't mean that. I know, right? Um, he invented the first nuclear reactor, and he uh, reactor, and he won a Nobel Prize for it. But um, and he's also known for bringing radiation into medicine. But anyway, bringing so, radiation into medicine. Yes, bringing radiation into medicine. Because Did she worked for him. She she studied under, under him. him. She actually worked for Dr. Alton Oshner, which we'll get into him later. But um, so she she Dr. Mary Sherman taught orthopedic surgery at Tulane Medical School, which we went into probably way too far in depth about Tulane. Yeah, <laughs> and Green Wave. So um, let's see, he just threw me off what I was gonna uh, say. So okay, so we have the author Ed Haslam who who um. His dad was an orthopedic surgeon with uh, Dr. Mary Sherman. And he was um, very upstanding. He was a medical graduate from uh, Harvard, a Harvard medical graduate. And what about the monkeys? And he was in the Navy. Um, <laughs> I'm getting to that. It starts off with the murder. So, she's so it starts murdered. off boring. Well, if you call murder boring, but okay. Well, I mean, we got to get to the conspiracy part. That's the part everybody's waiting on. Okay. You remember in the 90s, the Oliver Stone movie, JFK, your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> so when that came out in the 90s, that's what prompted him um, to, to write this book and do his own research because the buzz was around town, and he knew about this, and he knew about his... Prompted um, who? Uh, the author. Oh, Ed Haslam, oh yeah. Mary's Monkeys? Yes, okay. Dr. Mary's Monkeys. Because so, um, he watched JFK and realized how much bullshit it was. Maybe. he yeah, never heard him say that, though. But, um, and he was able to get his hands on, like, the police reports, the uh, autopsy reports, uh, media so articles and stuff like that. So they never discovered who murdered her? No, this is still unsolved today, to this day. It's unsolved. And they so it was the government. Cut, mm, yeah. So, um, yeah. And the details of the, of the reports were not in the media. So what he did was he gathered, when he was doing his research, he gathered what was in the media and then what um, he was able to get his hands on. All the So he went through the police reports, autopsies, and all that, and it was not matching what, um, basically, what the rest of the world and, and New Orleans knew at the time. So, um, what you, Wait, what do you mean, what matching, what matching what? 
the story. Like what was being portrayed in the media, the news articles, was not so actually. So the evidence told a different yes, so she, outcome of what happened. Yes, she what, was found naked with seven or eight stab wounds, and she had been set on fire. So the rumors were that this was. Oh, a, that sounds like some voodoo. Right. But look. Voodoo snakes. Right. But look, her arm was completely missing. It was disintegrated along with her rib cage. And you could see the police in the police report. What? Yes. The, the police on the scene, the investigators on the scene could see her internal organs from her, like in her body. Wait a minute. Disintegrated. Like, disintegrated. Like gone. It wasn't there. But, and that was in the police reports and the autopsy report, but not in the media. Not That's just, what I'm trying to say to not you. Not just cut off. Not cut, not severed. It was disintegrated. The cops in the report. Down the to the molecular said, level. The police said in their reports, and you know about police reports, in their reports, they said you could see her internal organs from her body. Like there was rib cage missing. There was a whole arm missing. Missing. Gone. Like not there. And there was no evidence of any of it being cut off or right. cut or. Right. And I'm going to get into the what? whole linear particle accelerator and all that. A but laser. It, right. <laughs> it's a laser. But um, also at the time there were rumors that. Um, this was a psychosexual homicide that she was into kinky lesbian sex. But uh, what the fuck? Ain't no lesbians run lesbians with lasers. Right, right. But that's that was them trying to discredit her because um, she's a lesbian. She was a credible doctor in orthopedic and cancer studies. So um, was she gay? I, I don't know. I, I think she was not married, but I don't know. I'm pretty sure they didn't have lesbians running around with lasers. Right. Yeah, so the carpet and the curtains and the clothes on her nightstand, they weren't bur- burned. Only the mattress was burned. And this is, like like I said, it's still unsolved. But um, Was she, they found her in the bed? Yes, it was on the bed. But it but it looked like, how he describes it, it looks like it was, um, she was removed from the actual crime scene right. and then placed on, on the bed. So it's possible she was burnt or lasered laying in the bed. Right, or somewhere else and they put her in the bed. But yeah, it, but right. The bed but, was burned. That's my point. That's true. That's true. The mattress. Yeah, that is. That's true. So um, that's why I'm the policeman. Right. That's right. That's your resident. Hello, clues. <laughs> so, so the author. So he tried to get the police file from a friend because this is back in the seventies because he knew somebody was on it the sealed? inside. The the person that he knew at the police department almost got fired. At NOPD. I think so. I'm not sure. I don't think he maybe goes into detail, but I'm not real sure about that. Which well, the reason why I ask if it was Tulane. NOPD, if if she, if she was working for Tulane and she was involved in, in governmental right um, programs, it would have possibly been FBI that investigated it or right. had some part in it. Right, but but keep in mind, like he did get the police reports and he okay. did get the autopsy reports, so. For whoever was whoever whatever entity investigated this, like he had. Well, the, I mean that's not uncommon that the guy almost got fired for, because this is an open case, right? Right, right. It's not closed, so you don't want to give this evidence to someone in the general public because, I, you know, police keep certain evidence back, so right. because it's only the killer would know. Right, but his, what his his whole point was that he that he got very seriously reprimanded for asking for it and was told never to ask for it oh, again. Oh, just for asking yes, for it? Yes, he never got it. Oh, I thought you meant like yes. he got it and gave it to this guy. And the and, and his, and uh, Ed Haslund's point is 
that just for asking about oh, it, he always got okay. fired. They okay. kept this very heavily I'd be guarded. Like, Fuck you. F- try to fire me. Well, then. right. I mean, they didn't, but he's like, yeah. I mean, they they kept this file guarded. Is the point of that? So anyway, uh, should we ask Demon to get us that file? <laughs> yeah, that file's long gone now. So, um, so this, so the whole idea, right, is a cover up from the highest order because they didn't want New Orleans residents knowing that. There was a medical Manhattan project going on right under their noses. Okay, and medical, what? Manhattan project. I mean, Manhattan project has to deal with the splitting of the atom. Right. And making so, an atom bomb. Well, how the fuck is that medical? Okay, so I'm going to get into all that, but. Okay. <laughs> so. There I go, asking too many questions. Right. Yeah, I know, all these questions. And they were using, so they were using a linear particle accelerator and you're playing with your hair over there. You like me? Yeah, I do. I'm leaning into you too. Can't tell. Right. So, um, with five million volts of radioactivity, to, and this was they were doing this to mutate monkey viruses because, as he said in his own words, like that's a very strange activity, right? They're talking like X Men shit. Right. Like they're making mutants. So this story is about polio and the vaccines against it. So, um, and then uh, the fifties. Polio was was an epidemic. It was a well even before that though, but definitely yeah. in the fifties. So this this is uh, killing people. So the children. orthopedic surgeons handle polio. Yeah, because it was dealt with children's bones and degeneration right. and. So they um they they had a vaccine. There was a vaccine, um, and it was released from 1955 to 1963. So this is the Salk vaccine. Everybody's heard of that though. So. Uh, this, but the research, it, well, not research, the actual polio virus that's in the vaccine was grown on monkey kidney cells. So, this monkey place, is this the same place where the coronavirus is? It is now. But um, then it was actually in New Orleans. It's Now it's on the North Shore, which people don't know New Orleans from the North Shore. Is, um, well, if you're looking at Lake, Lake Pontchartrain, Lake look on the north side of Lake Pontchartrain on a map. That's the North Shore. And it was moved there in the 60s, which is kind of the... Which, okay, so the monkey place was originally in New Orleans proper? Yeah, let me back up. So the Delta... Well, actually, it's, it's, I think it's called Delta now, or it was. But anyway, it was the Tulane Primate Research Facility, okay? And at the time, it was the first, and it was the... And the largest, well, I guess if you're the first, you're the everything. Yeah, I mean, if you're the first, <laughs> you if you're the you only. You to be the large. Like, I just thought about that. Okay. I think now it is the largest, but at the time, it was, at that time, it was the first. <laughs> I am the first podcast <laughs> to talk about Mary's Monkeys with April. Therefore, we have the largest audience. I don't know that that's ever. the same. That that's the same, but Okay. Um, so th- this was a- affiliated with Tulane. In fact, it, Tulane was in the name. Like it's it, it's not now. It's Delta Research Primate Center. So it used to be on the university grounds. Uh, I can't tell you if it was on the grounds, but it was definitely or pretty feeling, goddamn close I to it. Imagine. If they were yeah. had it in the name, that's a fact check me because I don't want to say yes because I don't have that in my notes. But but uh, it was definitely in New Orleans. Correct. It is not now, and it was moved there in sixty. Four. It was moved like to a more remote area, right? Which, uh, uh, which is um, interesting because it, it 
that kind of correlates to this timeline that I'm getting into now. So, um, so this is the Salk vaccine at first. The one, the very famous one, uh, Jonas Salk is, you know, oh, who invented the polio vaccine? Oh, it's Jonas Salk. Okay. So the research was done in New Orleans, which is um, a crazy Louisiana connection. A lot of people don't know that. And uh, they were growing on these monkey kidney cells. And the monkeys began at the Primate Research Center, Tulane. Um, so, and in my notes, it's funny. I had the first and the largest primate. <laughs> I mean, that's not false. At at the time, it was the only one. So, by default, it is the largest one. And I apologize. That threw me because I I mean, that's, hey, you're right. Because I didn't even know I did. Good research there, April. Right. Yeah. Hey, that's what I'm all about. So, so what they did was they grew the polio virus on the kidneys of um, um, the kidneys of monkeys and they blended these viruses, they filtered them. And this, and this made it into the vaccine. And so um, at that time, it wasn't well known that some of the, it wasn't well known that some of the viruses or any of the viruses caused cancer. Not like it is now. Like we know this, right? Like we mm-hmm. have medicine now, Gardasil and others that, um, that we know will prevent cancers. And uh, the, or prevent the viruses that cause cancer. But back then, they, they didn't know that, though. So they used Asian uh, macabre, macabre, I think you can say it either way, monkeys. What kind of monkey? Is that like a It's little, a rhesus monkey. Okay, the little cute monkeys that everybody has on their shoulder. And that's a capuchin. But, um, oh. but look, so... I don't know my monkeys. The rhesus monkey. So they, you're familiar because you've heard of RH, negative, RH positive. So they have the monkey, uh, the monkey. They have the blood that's the most similar to um, human blood. That's RH negative, RH positive. That mm. comes from rhesus, which is R-H-E-S-U-S. So that's where that comes from, if you want to know that. Well, but I mean, I thought, I'm so confused. I thought pigs had. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. Which they're very, blows well, they're, my they, fucking mind, but but they also have skin and like body mass. I think if I'm I might be making stuff out now, but but their skin is definitely so. Uh, why compatible. wouldn't they? That's why I don't understand why they experiment on monkeys and not pigs, because like they put pig organs in people and make blood right. from pig blood. And, but I'm not sure that they knew that then. They definitely knew monkeys, right? Like they have been testing on like mice and monkeys. For, for a very, very long time. And we're is talking that, about the 60s. Does that so. mean we come from pigs, too? Like, what does that mean? Why is that like that? I guess okay. that's a podcast for a different time. Right. But. That's a, I'd have to get back with you on that. I didn't take notes on the pigs. But. I mean, you're the anatomy <laughs> well, person know, over there. I'm not, though. I'm not, no. Definitely you not. You know more about it than I do. No. I, well, I don't know. So. Um, okay, back to monkeys. Yeah. So, back to monkeys. So, they... They uh they named this virus the simian number forty because it was the fortieth one that they had discovered. So um, the salt vaccine would take the polio virus, and they would that they got off the monkey kidney cells, and they would drown it in formaldehyde. So they killed it, right? They killed killed it um, from drowning it in formaldehyde. The monkey, the polio virus. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> like that's kind of cruel. <laughs> right, and then. This is what was injected into you. Like, that was the injection. Wait a minute. So yeah. they killed the live virus. Yeah, which you can make the argument, like, is, uh, I don't know enough I don't about know, this. How does that, okay, so they made, I, so thought you had whole, to make, I thought you had to make a vaccine from, like, 
that that's um that's in, not inert, but it's not. Uh, well, I thought it came from like a host. Like vaccines came from a host. What do you mean? Well, host? like the immunity part of it. Like that's what I thought. That's what. So, uh, like a virus, they would take an individual who was immune to the disease, who wasn't getting the virus, and take their blood and from it figure out what part of their blood was making them immune to the virus, and and from that construct something that makes the the anti antibodies yeah i don't know about that i'm not sure maybe i'm so confused so, on how shit works now okay so what they did was they drowned it in formaldehyde so they took actual polio that's virus yes, yeah did you hear me say that they grew it they grew the polio virus and then put it in on monkey kidney cells in formaldehyde and then injected it now what this did is this triggers the immune system to fight off polio and there are three different if you want to think of it like three different this is how it's explained by the author three different kinds of polio there's light medium there's heavy so the light is a very very mild symptoms something like the um akin to the a cold medium is in in the middle and then the heavy is what cripples and kills Okay, so so they used heavy. Well, well you you got to help me here because you know more about this than I do. How, how does taking the actual live polio virus and killing it in formaldehyde and then taking that? Well, I'm saying killing it. I don't. There's an argument. Definitely an argument to be made because I am not a virologist and I know nothing about. No, this. but you know more about. Anatomy. Well, and when I took that those classes, we had we did we had several debates, or at least one anyway. Um, it's been a long time ago. About does the virus does it follow the germ theory of disease? Like, is it is it alive? Is it? Um, uh, I forgot what it is, but anyway. Um, <laughs> the, so, what a virus is is it has a dormant stage like for this is dominant way down and probably i'm forgetting way more than i ever knew um it stays in its uh inert or dormant, dormant yes stage until it has a host which is probably what you were talking about when it has a host and the conditions are favorable it will basically take that host and take everything it needs from them and then it essentially becomes alive and that's when it does its damage and then Right. Yes. But so it's like, is it alive? Because that was the question back then was, is it, uh, would you, is it alive then? Or is it alive when it meets the host? Like it only, it th- only becomes yeah. alive when it meets a host. I think so. I'm getting two things confused. Yes. A disease isn't a virus. No. So a disease you're trying to find a cure for versus a virus is, right. I think what I'm thinking of where they need a host yes. to maybe get, whatever antibodies in their blood make them immune to the virus and then make a vac or um not a vaccine but a cure you're on the right track because but uh, but they're two different things i think i think that's what's confused me like a disease like you got to find out like no one's immune from a disease you have to figure out what kills the disease or stops you from getting getting the disease okay well so you can have a bacterial infection right 
that's different. You can take an antibiotic and you can kill that. Virus, no. Like, at least now there are. But the, the, the common idea for the day was that you had to, like, the, the flu had to run its course. The cold right. had to run its course. Because it was a virus. Well, and it was diff- virus, it's different than like, a bacteria. Uh, like anthrax virus. Yes. Like, they give you a shot for it. It doesn't give you anthrax. It just makes you immune to and the virus. Okay, right, and that's what I'm talking about because that's what they did. They took this, um, they took polio heavy, and they they um, drowned it in formaldehyde. And what it did was it triggered um, the symptoms in your body to I'm form. So confused. But listen to me, it triggered when once you got the injection, the polio um, vaccine, it would cause your antibodies to build up and to fight it off. That's how you didn't get it. So it, You're it, on the right it puts the polio in your body, but it's not enough to where it can make you sick with polio. It's just so uh, it's just enough where your antibodies can attack it and and yes defeat it basically. Yes, and that's the idea that, of, the, of okay. a, a vaccine. Yes, you got it. Okay. I still think there's a difference. I'm I'm getting. I think I'm still getting shit confused. Okay, we can talk about it off. Viruses and diseases. Right. So um, right. I don't even know where it was, but um, we were talking about the they drowned it. And the formaldehyde, and we got to that point. That's where I got confused. So we've established that I know nothing about bio- biology. And, so I only, the, and I only know one thing, where you know a whole bunch of things. Not, I didn't say you know one thing. I said I, know, I said I know more about more things. No, what you really should say is you think you know <laughs> everything, but Every, you really don't. Everyone know. knows that's what husbands think. Yeah, well... You more than others. Anyway, so polio was a huge epidemic, if we didn't say that already, which I probably didn't. And no, I know you, you did. Did I? Okay. I mean, there was even a president. Yeah. That, FDR. Um, yeah. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Yes. The great communist president. Oh. <laughs> great <laughs> socialist communist president. That's a whole different <laughs> episode. But anyway. So ni- in um, April 1955, the March of Dimes announced the results of the trials of the polio vaccine. And uh, by the way, this was not approved yet. But so they went ahead and they went for it. I don't think there was an FDA back then either, was there? No, but there were. You did have to. You did have to put it through. The government had to say, "Yeah, it's good." No, you had to. You still had to go through trials. I mean, this is fifty-five. We're not talking about like the. I don't know. I think maybe the president just had to say, "Don't know." That's the thing. Say, "Hey, give them the shot." Well, they were pushing for it, but anyway, so they announced this without government approval. Is my point. And so um, they the, asked the school did or the, the school what school or the hospital whoever's doing the trials the oh yeah well um, they're the ones that announced it right okay so they had um, Cutter Labs was one of the labs that was uh, work that um, oh so it was like a this. pharmaceutical. Oh, yeah. Company. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, no wonder they announced it. They want the cha-ching. Well, absolutely. Hello. Because they know that no different than it is today. Yeah, because they know the American people are going to be like, we want that fucking shot. Right. Oh, that's smart. So he, um, so Cutter Labs was one of like six labs at the time that were working on this, this, that, because like I said, it was a huge epidemic. They were rushing to get this, the um, polio vaccination out because it was crippling and killing the residents. Uh, residents. You know what else? <laughs> the people. Like I said, like I'm you know what else you need killing to, our residents. to look into for the follow-up for this? Oh, my gosh. Is how many Germans work for that company. 
Oh, yeah. How many World War II Nazi yes. German scientists worked for that company? Enrico Fermi, which I actually don't think he was German. I think he was either Austrian or, or Italian. But um, I mean, he could have been a fascist. He worked with Zeiler. Did you not hear the part about Medical Manhattan? Like, these were the, mm. they studied, Alton Oshner wow. and um, Dr. Mary Sherman studied under, um, they were in Chicago. They were studying under these research scientists who were part of um, the Manhattan Project. Operation Paperclip. Yes. Did not pay attention to that That's part. crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so the six labs that produced the vaccine, Cutter Labs was one of them, that uh, California. And Dr. Alton Oshner, who um, is known, he's, uh, he's revered right. to, to this day. Hospitals are named after Yes, down hospital. here we have Hoshner's. Hoshner's. <laughs> it's a combination of Ochsner and right. a hospital. That's how big he is down here. He's a Hoshner. Right, we don't even call him hospitals, we call him Hoshner's. It's <laughs> <So laughs> called Ochsner. Right. Um, hello, German. <laughs> is that a German name? Hoshner? Oh, I, I would, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look that up while you're I'm assuming. continuing. So he had stock in Cutter Labs, and and lo and behold, who was Ashner? He was Mary Sherman's boss in New Orleans mm. at Tulane. So, um, oh. yeah, is it comes from the Middle German? Told you. There you go. It all they all leave well, right to you, you read about it. Was yes. he a German Nazi scientist? I mean, or is he part of Operation I, Paperclip? I don't know. I don't know. That, that I'm going to look into that. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. So, okay, so there were these labs that produced the vaccine, and we've already drawn the conclusion with Dr. Oshner with his, um, it, he had stock in Cutter Labs, and then he was Dr. Mary Sherman's boss. This is all out of New Orleans, and to this day, he's, he, he's, he's of course, he's dead, but he's super huge. Yeah, there's all, there's hospitals, there's research facilities, I mean. Yeah, it's, it's a whole network. So, let me, let me get something. The the Oxner hospitals, there's just named after him. Like, they have no ties to his family. Like, they don't own them. Or As far as I know, um, they're named after him. But I, but okay. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to say yes or no because I, I don't have any idea. Uh, any idea. This is just... Which uh, a not... This is a story with him involved in it. This says the Oxner Health System is a not-for-profit health care. Yes. So, it's probably just... Name so was Our Lady of the Lake. It's yeah. non-profit. Non-profit, my ass. <laughs> that's, that's a whole different podcast as well. So. It's, it's a not a non-profit. It's a not-for-profit, which they're basically just saying, we're not, doing, we're not in this for the profit, but if we make a profit, <laughs> that's yeah. a different story. So, all right. But so anyway. Back to, back to, cut back to the story. So they, so they announced this without government approval. And um, Bernice Eddy... Who was a colleague of Dr. Mary Sherman? I thought she was about to say Bernie Sanders. No, she was the one, the vaccine safety tester for the National Institute of Health, and that's still around to this day. You know, not that this was that long ago in the grand scheme of things, but well, I mean, as far as I'm talking about, what the national, we're talking about, that's I mean, that's an eternity ago. We're talking about not really. Well, medical science. I mean, look how far it's it's come. We're talking. Uh, it's I disagree, but um, uh. so. Anyway, so she they they turned to to Bernice Eddy to to um, she was a safety tester. They turned to her for her approval. So she also had monkeys and um, that she uh, researched with, and so she injected it into her monkeys at the same place. No, 
She oh. she if I I think she was out of Chicago, but uh, she Wait, was not have, at Tulane. No, but so she, they had a monkey place in Chicago too. No, if she's at the National Institute of was at the National Institute of Health, that could have been upstate New York, maybe. But it was not Tulane. It was not in New Orleans. But it was nothing compared. Look, my to notes are not that detailed. All right, I got questions. You have to read the book. Like this is. Like, I thought you did all this for me. I mean, that's I did. what we're talking about. I did, but Jesus. I mean, you said it was the first and largest. I mean, I could sit down, and grab the book, and go chapter one. Maybe that's where you got first and largest from because there was the. Yeah, maybe her so. monkey place. Right, it just yeah. wasn't as big. I you're mean, wel- you're welcome. No, this is the this is the deal. You go get Doctor Mary's monkey and you read it. All right, and anybody interested in this story can also do the same. Well, Pick up a copy on Amazon. Them, telling them what it's about. I they mean, don't want to read it. I get that, but Jesus, I didn't read. Like I'm not going to read every page. Come on now. Anyway, this is the cliff notes, really. It's, it's huh? a discussion. And then you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, it's discussion. That's why I'm asking questions. I'm discussing. Okay. <laughs> See? <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know. You'll have, to, you'll have to do some research on your own. This now, character. I got to go research. Monkeys. That's right. That's right. right. So, so this she, other lady was doing her. didn't even, like, let me finish. But she injected it to her monkeys, and her monkeys were crippled, and they died. Right, okay. If you wouldn't have interrupted me, you would know this by So now. she injected them with polio, and they got crippled and died. She, they gave them the vac- They gave her the vaccine and said, hey, we've already announced this, by the way, but safety test it for us, like, because it's cool, right? So the vaccine she gave gave the monkeys polio. Basically, the vaccine that everybody that they had announced, we have the cure for, we have the vaccine. Here it is. After they announced it, they gave it to her. Hey, can you safety test this? Oh, yeah. So she cripples, like her monkeys become crippled and they died. Okay. So she told that she. That's not a vaccine. (laughs) That's what this whole story is about. Hello. Thank you. Thank you, Captain Obvious. You are now like the big reveal. It worked because we don't have polio anymore. So I'm confused. Uh, would you like hold all your questions to the end? Oh, now it's one of those. Okay, <laughs> I see. Actually, I will get to that. But what am I supposed to keep telling you? Like, we'll get to that. We'll I'm get sorry to that. that people. What? Yeah. Okay, so she she suggested holding off, and like recommended they hold off until they could find like get this under control and figure out what's going on and get, make this right. And so, um, and Doctor Osh, Doctor. Alton Oshner, who is he? He was like, who is this woman? King who, Oshner. Who is this woman that is trying to give us all this red tape to go through? Because we have already announced it. We've done the trials. Like it's ready to go. Like do we have an epidemic. We need to get this under control. She's get like, hey, Doctor Oshner, you need to put the brakes on this. And he's like, uh, no. Right. So. And there's all the the buzz was about oh you know it's not it's crippling our monkeys it's killing our monkeys so what he he did is he called a he called all of his faculty in and personnel and he called them in and he said <laughs> called them in and and he said okay said hey get in here right that's basically what he said I'm Doctor Austin Oshner you don't know who I am I need everyone to report to Doctor Oshner's office on the ASAP. <laughs> In that transcontinental voice. That's how they talk back then. Right, yeah. Everyone, please report to Dr. Oxenus' office on the double. Oh, that does sound kind of German, English, kind of eerie. Anyway, so he called him, and he's, he wanted to assure him. He said, look, I am not going to ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. 
So he vaccinated his grandson and his granddaughter in front of the whole staff. And with 48 to 72 hours, his grandson died and his granddaughter was crippled with polio. And you can look Google that shit okay, right now. But, but surely happened. he thought he believed it. He Yeah, well, yeah, he wasn't he trying, wasn't to, kill trying to kill his grand, grandkid. Uh, absolutely not. Let's just say it. There's a cure for polio. Dr. Oxner has found the cure. And Google that. Cause that cause you and he has also killed his grandchildren. Right. Because I told you that, and you were like, no way, and you Googled it, and you were like, yeah. Right, happened. I mean, but he wasn't lying. He really, obviously, he believed it. Oh, yeah. Because but he, there are some, I mean, vaccines don't work for everyone. Maybe they were just the ones that. Well, I'm sure that's it, obviously what he said. it worked for everyone else because well, we don't have polio. <laughs> I guess that's what he said. But so he was like, this is the most anticipated medical event at the time. So he's like, hello. So anyway. Um, and, and this was done in New Orleans? This was like a press conference in New Orleans? This was, t- this was at Tulane. He called in wow. the staff. I know. And, and you can get. Everyone, you can Google this. to Google the it. <laughs> I'm just saying this because that's what Robert did because he didn't believe me. He Everyone, Google this news story. He thought I was full of shit, and he did, and that actually does come up. But um, So Dr. Oshner was the former president of the American Institute for Cancer, and he's renowned. Um, he's There's renowned, a tie. He's renowned for um, linking. He's known for linking ca- smoking to cancer. No one believed him, though. Right. <laughs> Actually, they did. Nine out of ten doctors recommend Marlboro. Right. So, the other thing about Dr. Alton Oshner, and as you pointed out, who's a German from Project Paperclip, who knows? But um, he he had 40 years of covert military assignments from all branches of the military and also the FBI and another unnamed branch, not branch, but. um, Was he in the OSS? I don't know. Uh, this book does not cover that, mm. but so in 1958, his FBI file in his FBI file, there is a signed document by J. Edgar Hoover approving him for a sensitive project for the U.S. government. That's in this time frame, by the way. Well, J. Edgar Hoover was a crossdresser. <laughs> okay, but that doesn't mean that Dr. Oshner wasn't didn't do what he didn't what. Yeah. Anyway. I'm, I'm, so. I'm going to have to go back and look because if he wasn't a German scientist, then he probably would have been involved with the OSS, which is the Office of Strategic Services, which was the precursor to the CIA, basically. Okay. That's what gets you going on this story? Because yeah. I'm like, yeah. everything else, like the fact that it's tied to New Orleans, the well, fact that OSS it's... goes back to World War II, and you know, I'm a big World War yeah, II. Yeah, that's true. That's probably the only reason why he agreed to even listen to this. So Salk, Salk was the one that was given an award for his vaccination. Like he, on the White House lawn, they gave him this big award and a, and a hoop de do whoop la So the same vaccination that killed Oxner's grandkids was the one that they used to cure polio yes 100 million doses that they sent out well it must have fucking worked that's i mean well right but right but that but this story is not about this story that i'm telling you right now is not about how we cured polio it's not about how we cured polio so just buckle up anyway shit (laughs) are we going to kill kennedy in a minute with some monkeys no that's not this story i thought they were tied together they um lee harvey oswald anyway not not i mean kennedy yeah because it clearly because of the story but anyway which is Mm -hmm. why i wanted to do the jfk version first but that's going to take a long time that's a bear and i want to get this story out 
big Louisiana connection that I bet a lot of people don't know about with that. Oh, I bet they do. They watch JFK. That movie's bullshit. They leave a ton of shit out, and they make up shit. Okay. So, anyway, after um, Salk retires, after he gets the award, he retires, and they ha- he has an institution in California, the Salk Institution, and that's where he spends the rest of his days. And um, But he, they, re- they pulled his vaccine three weeks after this big announcement, right? And so... Um, so, it was not his vaccine they used to cure polio. Well, they'd already given 100 million doses, yes. They gave it, and this is the injection now. This is the Salk vaccine that they injected over 100 million people already before Bernice Eddy said that it crippled her monkeys and killed them and Oshner killed. And They're like, go sit down, dame. You don't know what you're talking about. Pretty much. That was, that's the underlying part of, the, of that little note in the story, right? Because yeah, she's, she's a, a woman. woman. She's a woman, yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely. Go sit down. Right. Well, that you didn't hear that part when I was like, Dr. Osher was like, who is this woman? You know, maybe I didn't emphasize woman at the time. But um, so all the top, it was interesting to know that all the top brass were fired at the time. So the Secretary of Health, Education, and Welfare, she was a woman. And she was the first woman to sit on American cabinet. So her husband was also the governor of Texas at the time. Just note that for a uh, later episode. What? Wait, what? Uh, hello? Governor of Texas, who? Did you not hear what I just said? You'll have to go back and listen because everybody else heard it. Yes. So the Secretary of Health, Education, of Welfare Mm -hmm. was a woman at the time. She was the very first woman to sit on an American cabinet. You'll have to look that up. Her husband was the governor of Texas at the time. Oh, her husband was the governor. I thought you said she was. Okay. That's that's what I was like. Okay. Listen. Okay. I was trying to look up some polio shit over here. I was saying I was trying to look. I put in like who really cured polio. So after they um, they pulled his uh, Salk's vaccine, um, Saban was the second Nick vaccine. Saban? No, it was fucking a, Nick Saban. He was the second um, go around of the polio vaccine. So he worked with Polio Light, and so um, his at first his was an Blood injection, light. but then they uh, put it on a sugar cube. That's the one everybody your mom got. Everybody knows the sugar cube. Um, Version did, of the, did, did we get polio as a kid? I mean, we got that big fucking shot that was in the arm with like the no, round. No, we didn't get that. No, I'm asking, like, what was that shit we got uh, as kids? I, I don't know, but it wasn't that. You know, the big round one in we the We didn't arm? get that big round one. We didn't? I didn't. Maybe you did, but I didn't. I don't, I don't remember. We got a bunch of shots. Yeah, kids, they, they put them all together in a cocktail. Oof. So, that's, yeah, that's why people... Um, yeah, I mean, we're still alive. Yeah, so uh, but also Saban's vaccine, his was grown on the um, the monkey vir- uh, kidney cells as well. So this vaccine tainted it also. God damn! Right, <laughs> I know that's what I'm trying to tell you. How are we story. curing polio then? Well, but that but you're curing polio. But my point is, everything when they blended it up, when they okay, so they would they were the researcher. The research was done. They grew the polio virus on top of um, on monkey kidney cells. They blended them up, and they at that time they got all those other viruses that grew with it. And inside this cocktail of this vaccine, yes, it was filtered, but they also got these these other. They got cancer-causing monkey viruses. Well, wouldn't that make you immune to cancer? No, it caused. They caused cancer. They didn't know no. at the time that the vi- that viruses caused cancer. If they did, I'm sure they would have pro- had better practices. So anyway, and then there was a rush to get this polio vaccine Certain as well. Certain causes of cancer. Certain causes of cancer, absolutely yes. 
So because um, there was cancer before. Yeah, and then after this, so Bernie's Eddie, who's the uh, the tester, the dame. Yes, he's running the, her the mouth. That, right, who is this woman? Right, she spoke at the American Society cancer, where she stated that she found cancer-causing monkey viruses on kidneys, upon which the polio vaccine had been grown. But she didn't say that there were polio, like the polio was in the vaccine. They found that out later. She didn't know or she just didn't say? She didn't say. But all she but had... she knew? Well, yeah, because she's... Yes, she's the one whose monkeys were crippled and Well, why dead. didn't she say it? She has a an ethical well, obligation, a moral obligation. Right, but... Hippocratic she, oath. Yeah, she was a woman. That's probably why. Well, so what? Yeah. Well, she got to lose then. She was a woman in the 60s. They so already she think like, she's a dame. Right, so... So, um, and she claimed at that time, she said, there will be an well, epidemic of cancer. The, really? She predicted that. Well, this is the 60s. I mean, you think she would have been able to, um, you know, say, hey. Well, once she made that announcement, though, it, it wasn't long before all these other medical labs, Merck and such, they, they got on this and they, they were able to figure out, hey, okay, so we had the cancer-causing monkey virus, um, on the kidneys of which they were growing the polio vaccine. It didn't take them long to say, oh, wait a minute. Did it, is it inside the uh, the, vac- the polio vaccines? Yes. So, um, her also their other colleague was Sarah Stewart. She was with the National Institute for Cancer. And she was also claiming when discovering that, virus, that viruses caused cancer. So... Bernice Eddie discovered the cancer-causing virus in hamsters, and they named this polyoma. They worked together. They named this polyoma. Hamsters. And um, so once they figured this out, like, they were throwing money at them. You know, you find it. Who was? The government? uh, Yes, the government threw money at them. Do you know what do you, what do you need? Like this this is huge. Like what what do you need? That's what they basically. Well, I thought they already knew that. Why are they just now throwing money at them? Well, that's this is in '57. Like, I guess I'm kind of flipping around on my my timeline. Sorry about that, but um, just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, so back to the um, the the um, okay. So now when they found this out, right? They found out, holy shit! Like these polio vaccines that we just released a hundred million doses and had another hundred on the way. They did not pull them. They didn't pull the hundred million that were um, on the shelf. They didn't pull those. They Why? um because then everyone would know. Like they just they stamped it secret and they got well on their way to trying to figure out a um a cure for this. And this is where Dr. Austin Oshner is poised and perf- perfectly poised to be the hero. One of which you have your a building with his name on, right? Why is he the hero though? Because he was the one that um well, first of all, he... Um, I thought his is the ones that had cancer. Yeah, hello? That's what we're talking about. Cancer-causing monkey viruses. We're talking about right. polio. Why is he a hero, though? Because he was, the one tasked, he was the one tasked with trying to come up with a... Um, cure to, for cancer? Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe well, he did it all on purpose so he could cure cancer. Possibly. Who knows? There you go. Now, who's woo-woo now? So, anyway... This is why they were using the linear particle particle accelerator in New Orleans because oh, they radiation. needed to yes, with the radiation, five hundred million cells. volts of radiation 
kill them, but also to radiate it, to mutate this virus so they could get a benign strain so they could work with. So where was I? <laughs> Your particle accelerator yes. to mutate the... the a laser um, gun. Basically. To, um, to mutate the virus so they could get a benign strain to hurry up and like... Because they didn't have time to, to wait. They had to... Zap this with radiation. They had so to mutate what, it so I they could work with it. About this device, like what it looked like, and I mean, oh, what, I, I don't know, I don't know what it looks yeah, like. Look it up, like like oh. a, try to find a picture, of, like if it was something big or small, something that was portable, or not portable, because no, no, I would imagine it's not portable because it because where they had it was in um, at the time it was the federal it's a federal hospital where they served. Uh, they serviced uh, veterans, and they it was guarded by Marines at the time. Now it's an adolescent. So how care do they facility. go to her house and shoot her up with the particle accelerator? They didn't. Well, why was her bed burned? Well, they, I mean, they don't. Allegedly, she was um, she was zapped with this linear particle acceler- accelerator at the labs in which she worked at um, this federal building, and then, like I said, it looked like the crime scene was staged. She was moved. She was moved from where she was zapped. Into her, um, to her mattress. Oh, Allegedly, why was the mattress burned? Well, bec- that was well, why was she stabbed? She was stabbed seven, eight right. times as well. So that was to make it look like sh- that's what happened. Somebody broke in. That was the whole rumors of the psychosexual lesbian um, relationship gone wrong. Like somebody came in, stabbed her, and um, and set her on fire. Let, but never mind that her arm and rib cage was missing. Like that's weird and unusual right. that's i mean that's the the really weird part the stab wounds are but remember burnt. that was not reported and this has not been solved and they couldn't get the file like this is well maybe it was co- like an industrial Hello? accident you're putting the pieces together maybe she got zapped at work it was a tragic accident well, they're like oh shit we can't have people finding out about the that's right that's the, that's also another theory. right maybe this was an accident and then same thing, but then they still bring her to her apartment, and they stab her, and they uh, so her heart was also pierced, like a clean surgical piercing, which they think was a mercy killing. So that 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 spawns the theory well, I mean, that it was an accident. Oh, uh, and then they just put her out of her misery. But there's either I mean they wouldn't want that. That's kind of shit they would want to keep hush hush. Absolutely. That's why I'm you couldn't get the file in the seventies. Her bed got burned. Well, th- well, the same reason why they stabbed her seven, eight times because they wanted to make it look like this was a lesbian, um, oh. psychosexual relationship. How did her know? shit get lasered off? Oh, someone burned her up in the bed. What? They made it like try to make it seem like someone burned her in the bed. Well, right, and and remember, even it, though <laughs> like it wasn't reported in the media either. Right. And it was covered up. Like, they didn't, they've never solved it. They didn't even look into it, really, other than, like, what the police reports were. But, um, and now I, I don't even, I lost all the train of thought here. So, so for every, but here we go. So for, so, for every case of polio, they were getting back 15 to 20 cases of soft tissue cancer, breast cancer, prostate, lymphoma, melanoma. Um, Lord, right. So that that's what um, Bernie said. He, when she predicted that it was going to be a cancer epidemic, a soft tissue cancer epidemic, because these viruses, she linked that the the viruses caused cancer. So, um, excuse me, that's three hundred million people. No, we, okay. So we had three hundred million people, and one half of one percent is one point two million people a year. 
That's 3,000 people a day. And to put that in perspective, we lost 3,500 3, lives on uh, 9-11. Well, that's what we were talking about earlier when you got home. Like, what was the death rate from polio versus what yeah. people are dying from cancer right now? So were they like, oh, look, we got to take either more people dying from polio or just this fraction of people dying from cancer? Yeah. Like, did they know this? That's what, what I was asking. Well, no, well, they didn't know about, well, they didn't know that the cancer-causing virus was in, okay. in the polio vaccine. That's been proven. Right. Okay. They, it's it was, been proven they didn't know is what I'm asking. Right. This was, I'm not saying this was intentional at, at all. Okay. And, the, and neither is. Uh, well, that's what neither, I was asking Right. Earlier. And neither is the author. He's saying it was a fuck up on the largest scale and they stamped it secret and they kept it moving and secretly got to work. Dr. Oshner had 40 something years with covert operations with all military branches in the FBI. Like he was the perfect guy to like keep this hush and get to bu- get busy trying to find um, a, a cure for this or, you know, some kind of remedy. It's like, oh, fuck. We just inoculated, oh, yeah. you know, a hun- 200 million people, essentially. And, um, yeah, and they, they weren't about to tell the, the rest of the world that. Or, in, well, U.S., I guess. Um, and this all happened in New Orleans. That's what's crazy. Like, this is it's nuts. Anyway, um so, and then the, the kicker to all this is not only did they get back all these soft cell, uh, soft tissue cancers and people that they had um, inoculated with the polio, cancer-causing viruses in the polio vaccine, their offspring, anybody who has kids passes it on to their offspring. Okay, so wait, you're saying that it's been proven that the polio vaccine caused cancer and that that's what caused new kinds of cancer to come about soft t- soft uh, tissue cancers i'm not saying that i'm saying that that's what is in that's what book. he says yes yes but if you look at it though there was definitely a rise in soft tissue cancers well, you know, there was also a, a rise in people smoking and what we talked about earlier there was right. a right uh, teflon was invented which uh, we POF, we've come to find out, causes cancer, that DuPont was responsible right. for putting on every fucking thing. So, but look, here's, here's the thing. So, you have, you have all these people inoculated with the polio virus, with, tainted with cancer-causing monkey viruses, right? And they're radiating it to get it to mutate, to get, but what they were getting was stronger and stronger uh, viruses out of this so they were trying to find Making a benign the cancer stri- stronger yes yeah, so guess what they they next question was what happens if we expose these people to x-ray in medicine what happens oh my gosh you had a mammogram to this day because i, I don't want to be exposed to radiation like that a thermal is much better but haven't safer. you had mammograms in the past no sir never never i've had x-rays i don't have cancer okay that's true. But when I say, I said they got back 15 to 20 cases. They didn't get 100 or 100% cases. For every one case of polio, they were getting back 15 to 20. So we're not saying everybody gets cancer, right? We're just saying that th- these people were um, vaccinated with a cancer-causing monkey viruses. <laughs>
sounds hanky to me. Right? There's something to it. I'm not done. Whoa. This, there's more? Oh, my God. There's more. Oh, my We've Jesus. got the Jackson and Clinton connection. Holy shit. And I haven't gotten to the Lee Harvey Oswald part yet. What are you talking about? This story has everything. What are you talking about? Okay. What am I talking about? <laughs> like, what am I talking about here? I'm talking about cancer-causing monkey viruses. You're talking about cancer monkeys and... Right. So... Also, before I get into that, I'll just say that these... So, they were using Asian simian monkeys for their research. Goddamn Chinese. But they were also caged with green African monkeys. And they were were cross-contaminated with, guess what? The progenitor to the HIV virus. They let those monkeys fuck and make AIDS. Yep. Which was also an epidemic... Shortly thereafter, a a, sh- a, a very short. Um, so you're saying these two monkeys having sex made AIDS or well, HIV? Allegedly, I'm not saying that. Why do you keep saying that? You saying I think this? AIDS I'm talking comes about a book from that H- was written after HIV, right? You get a- you get AIDS because your immune deficiency goes down. Right. Well, okay. You know they call this the simian forty because it was the fortieth one they found. Well, that was the idea. Is that that they were um, these green African... And what did they say in the 90s? Where did AIDS come from? Monkeys. In Africa. Well, that was the theory, but I mean... Well, I know. I don't know how that would... Because who fucked the monkey? Well... To get AIDS. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, this, at this uh-huh. same time, that um, that's where the... No. The precursor to the AIDS virus comes from these green monkeys. Maybe it was put in a, um, a vaccine or something. <laughs> Maybe. On accident, like the cancer. Well, okay. Anyway, we'll keep going. So, the story, as crazy as it is, as crazy as it sounds, it does not stop there. So, in 1962, Russia had missiles in Cuba. What? Pointed. Are you talking about the Cuban Missile Crisis? I am. The same. Pointed at the U.S. And guess who was in the circle? Guess what area is in the circle of the U.S.? Cuba? No, Cuba pointed the missiles at the right, U.S. Right, I know. No, the Russians did. Okay, the Russians had. But they were on <laughs> they Cuban on soil. Cuba. Their target, their sights, if you if you will, What's was... in the circle? This, the cone of certainty. I don't New Orleans. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. Oh, that's a little far-fetched. I mean, well, it's only right 90 there. miles off the coast of America. So, I mean, pretty much everything was in the fucking circle. My point is that, that they were like, they were pointed right in New Orleans. So, you say. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't even alive. So, so needless to say, the CIA, maybe it's not needless, but most people know this part of the story. So, the CIA wanted to get rid of Castro and, um, among many things, and even um, Giancano, Sam Giancano wrote a book about um, trying to kill Castro because the mafia was uh, trying to kill Castro as well yeah, because they, they took they away the casinos. casinos. That's right. So they had, and in his book, he outlined several ways that they had tried to kill Castro. A lot of people know this story as well. Like they wanted to strap bombs on dolphins because he took a morning swim in the ocean. Uh, exploding cigars, so so many different ways. But so one of these is none other than trying to weaponize this cancer. That I don't buy. Okay, you don't have to. So 
this medical Manhattan Project, if you will. So the CIA and the mafia, who both wanted to, to get rid of Castro, <laughs> because, what? That's just so crazy. What's crazy? It's, it's There's true. There's far more easier ways to kill Castro if that's what you wanted to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. But... But you don't. You never heard about all the crazy ways that they did concoct. It's this is well known. Come on, don't tell me as as much as you like revere the mafia. You don't know about this. Maybe you should read Sam Jean kind of book or his dad's book or somebody. Maybe not his dad. <laughs> I don't know his, his dad, dad was a book. psychic. His dad was a psychic, and he wrote a book. Hello, I'm Jam Sam C. Connell's father, and I'm writing a book on what my son's going to do 40 years in the future. All right, so they decide to turn their efforts to, uh, along with trying to find this this uh, this cure, right, they decide to weaponize it, not mm-hmm. unlike what the U.S. government always tries to do anyway. So I just don't. I know you're you're part of them. It's I mean, okay. I, I, there's you're the there's, establishment. There's, there's off the book the, shit, but you're the government. I know. I don't a expect cancer to cigar it. or something. That's just crazy. I didn't say a cancer. I said an exploding cigar. I know, but I mean, what what I else know. are they going to put it in? You're the government. I know. I get it. I'm the so government. You are. You're 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 um you're CIA. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> wish that was my life. So. Um, enter Judith Very Baker, who is the acclaimed mistress of Lee Harvey Oswald, which, if anyone does not know who Lee Harvey Oswald is... I'm pretty sure everyone knows who Lee is. Okay, well, you can fill him in. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald killed Kennedy. Killed Kennedy! Uh, that's the theory. They say that he shot Kennedy. Um, he was also a known... Um, conspirator or whatever you want to say with um the mob at the time in south um louisiana texas um he's also theory to be a cia covert agent as he went to russia with his wife at the time lived there renounced his um american citizenship and then was unbelievably allowed to re-enter the country, um, come back to America, and given back his American citizenship. No questions asked. Right. That, that That's a little... I have no doubt that he was at some in some point, some kind of way, um, I don't want to say working for the CIA, but a, a fall guy for the CIA. Oh, shit. I missed an opportunity. I think I was going to set this up in my mind. I had it set up like... Go before, figure. Before I even and, and said him, Lee Harvey Oswald. I think I got it. But just in case, tell me the whole thing again. I wasn't listening. No, hold on, because you're a Marine. This is what I was going to say. He was a Marine. I was going to say... Oh, you didn't even tell everybody that? Okay, well, I mean, not, the part's not important. They it's like not. to bring that up in the fact that he it, was blamed as the as, assassin, um, but at the best, sharp he, he only shot as a sharpshooter, which is the middle of the pack. Which is a, it's kind of misleading to some people who don't know. Right. Um, there's, sharpshooter. Oh, my God. He shoots sharply. Right. Sharp. There, there's marksman. Hey, that fucking sounds amazing. You're a marksman. I know it does. It does. And there's a sharp. Holy shit! You're a sharpshooter. Fucking good, dude. And then there's expert rifleman. Yeah, that sounds not as good. Expert rifleman is the highest you can get. That sounds like your honorable mention, dude. 
to me. So he was like in the middle. Right. Yeah, no, I get it. He wasn't that great of a shot. He wasn't that bad of a shot. Yeah. He was nowhere near the kind of shot you would have to be to pull off that particular. So this is what I was going to say. I was going to say Judith Barry Baker, um, she meets this man who is a Marine who has been who has been trained for intelligence. I mean, the moment you say he's a marine, I mean, what woman's going to resist With that? With one foot in the CIA and one foot in the mafia. I mean, he's a marine. That's all you got to say. He had dress <laughs> blues for God's sake. Right. <laughs> all right. So anyway, who's Judith Barry Baker? She also wrote a book as well. It's called Me and Lee. It's great. I highly recommend it as well. She's the reason why I do not want a mammogram with with uh, with radiation. I want a thermal. But um, and she can she's you can find uh-huh. her she's uh, you can find her on YouTube with her lectures. Um, it's fascinating. So um, so she how she has a whole different um story. These two stories actually um they overlap, but her story is more about. Can the, you hit the microphone one more time? <laughs> her story is about um that's because I talk with my hands. Her story is about their love affair, really. So anyway, Aww. I. Oh, I'll go ahead and say it. I wasn't going to say it. That's why I'm, that's why I'm stumbling around. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I, I think that Lee Harvey Oswald, I, she really fell in love with him. I honestly believe that. But I feel like he was her handler. And I'll get into all that. But um, He was her handler? I think so. The CIA part, you know, where he's in the CIA because they... Well, what the fuck did she have to do with anything? Well, I'm, I'm going to get into all uh, that. But so, anyway, so she was, she's from Florida. But yeah, read her book as well. And I, maybe we'll do a whole podcast on her book, but it's because it's a whole separate book. It's just as big. So she's she's in Florida, and she was in high school. So her grandmother, um, she's very passionate about finding um, a, re, uh, a cure for cancer because her grandmother died of cancer. So in high school, she was uh, giving cancer to mice in seven days. This was faster than with no budget. It, by herself, like she was radiating them and she was putting them in a chamber of smoke and giving these um, mice cancer. It, yes, and so this is faster than anyone at the National Institute of uh, Hell or the Cancer Institute was doing it, and she had zero budget, which is crazy. So she um, she intersects Dr. Alton Oshner. I cannot say his name. Um, so, but what she does is she, so in Florida, they had a, um, a symposium of sorts, I guess that's what you call it. I'm not sure. I'm not, any, I'm not even going to pretend because I'm not a doctor, but she crashed it because she knew all these renowned cancer doctors were all convened at one place. So she crashed it. And can you imagine this high school girl walking in? Like all these men are like, what is she doing? So she comes in and she actually tells them what she's doing so they go and they check it out. They um they go look at like her setup. Yeah, actually mm-hmm. she's that's what she's doing. So uh, Alton Oshner wasn't there, but he had a colleague there and he got in touch with him. He's like, "You need to get down here and see what she's doing. Like she's legitimately giving cancer to mice in 7 days." Like that's that's crazy. So, um goes down there and he um uh, offers her the opportunity to um I think uh, fast forward, she goes to, I said high school, but I think maybe she was at University of Florida. Either way, he, he um, offers her medical school um, paid for, tuition paid for, stipend. Um, 
she a room and board, but um, he just needed her to come before school started and work on uh, a project that they were doing in New Orleans. Oh, Tulane, by the way. I don't think I, I mentioned that because that's where he was. So she goes down there, and within 24 hours of her coming to New Orleans from Florida, she <laughs> meets Lee Harvey Oswald at the post office. And uh, from there, they both get jobs at um, the Riley Coffee Company. And um, they, she actually has documentation to prove this. Like, she, she has this. These are their cover jobs, in air quotes. And so they, they end up living, like, blocks apart. They ride the same bus. They go to work at the same job. So they also meet David Ferry, which he's also a key player in the CIA, also in the mafia. Mm-hmm. He, um, he's got cancer. Yeah, has cancer. He used to be a priest. And he was in the Civil Air Patrol. He was kicked out for molesting children. Yes. Was that, he was kicked out of the priesthood for that? I thought it was the uh, school. He was kicked out for because he was, he was gay. Yeah, that's what it was. I, yeah. And I think it had something to do with children. Right. Molesting altar boys or some weird shit. Yeah, for sure. Surprise! they kicked him out. Usually they just move him. But he had alopecia. That's why every every time you mm. see him in a movie, like we saw him in, uh, uh, they played a, a part um, for the, in The Irishman. He had right, these crazy right, eyebrows right. and red hair. Joe Pesci plays him in JFK. <laughs> yes. He must have been, I mean, you do see a picture in, in books and, and things like that, but he must have been, like, crazy looking, I guess. But, you get fucked, man. It's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery wrapped in a real inside an enigma. The fucking shooters don't even know. Don't you get it? Fuck, man. Right. So, David Ferry also knew Dr. Mary Sherman. Remember, this is how it all started, right? She was the orthopedic surgeon that was, that was her own How did they friend. know each other? Because he, this is, David Ferry was also testing mice for, and for uh, tumor, like, uh, um, oh, my gosh, cancer. He was cancer researcher. He had 2,000 mice in his apartment. Was that in the movie? It was. He had some, but not that many. Okay. This is where that story, like the JFK, the whole like JFK garrison investigation, assassination intersects with this story because that's why he had the mice. He was conducting underground Hmm. research for the CIA, for the government. And this all goes back to Alton Oshner and Dr. Mary Sherman because they work together as well. So Lee and... Ferry and um, Judith Ferry Baker, what they would do is after they would um, work half a day or whatever at the Riley Coffee Company, they would go back to David Ferry's apartment. They would um, cut out these tumors that they were growing, uh, cancerous tumors that they were growing on the mice, and they would cut them up, blend them up, make slides, put them in. She would put them in a blend them up. Right. She would put them in a, um, a lunchbox and she would take them back to Mary Sherman and they would study them. Okay, so the next, um, all right, so where are we now? I'm trying to get my story straight. So then we, okay, so they, let's go back to when they, I told you that they weaponized, um, they're weaponizing the cancer to turn it on Castro, right? So they had tested it on mice. It's also been tested on monkeys. So in order to test it out on human, because they were going to try to kill Castro with this, right? They needed 
human um, subject matter to test on. And back then, and I cannot verify this, imagine that. that they no, were, you can't verify some. Medical, no. Medical facilities were supposedly, allegedly, they were, um, they were using inmates from um, penitentiaries to, um, to do their testing on. So you said they were testing the shit on prisoners. Allegedly, medical facilities would test. Angola inmates. Well, I, yes. That's where this is going. So they needed a. Because there's, a, there's allegedly, uh, David Ferry and Clay Shaw would get inmates from Angola and have like these, uh, fuck, I'd. Gay parties with them. What? Yes. Because the this in this story they were using these they were using Angola inmates. Okay, so Angola is the Louisiana State Penitentiary. That's where like you go when you do some bad bad hard, shit. Cri- hard crimes, yeah. Do hard time with hard crimes. But yes, that that was really one of the I never heard of that. Yeah. So this is um actually not this is our neck of the woods. It's twenty 20, 30 minutes uh, north of about here? About an hour. Okay, an hour, but is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, not Jackson or Clinton because right. they, that's also tied to it as well. So so what they, okay, so what they would do was they, um, they, uh, <laughs> they would go to uh, get, they would get their inmate from, um, they would, they had that, they had inside connections. So they had their inmate transported from Angola prison to there's a um, there's the Louisiana East Feliciana State Hospital, which is for the criminally insane. That is in Jackson, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. That is not that's the, the forensic hospital. Okay, right. Thank you. That's the really big one. Okay, which is gated and guarded and, mm-hmm. and all that as well. And it was then because there's two facilities in Jackson. One's a much smaller one where they have some crazy people, but the forensic f- uh, facility it's it's closer to the um, the vet home. Yes, uh, I know where the vet home is. Okay. And it's much larger, and you have like your criminally insane people. Okay, so just to give you an idea, we are north of Baton Rouge. Um, in the book, it says four hours north of New Orleans. That's really far. I feel like. I don't. It never takes us four hours to get to New Orleans. We're we're north of we're twenty miles north of Baton Rouge, um, but we're also another. Uh, it's another twenty miles to Clinton, and then I don't even know. We're closer to Jackson. You know better than I am. So this, Jackson's probably about 35, 40 minutes away from here. Right. So we're talking about these points that are. I guess get, back then. to get from Clinton to Jackson is probably fifteen minutes. Right. If LA10 existed back then, I don't know. Yes. LA10 runs from uh, east and west from Jackson to Clinton. Right. I mean, I don't know what they had back then or how they. they I, would, I know Plank, Plank Road existed, which is sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Okay. The regional why it's called Plank Road is because used to be wooden planks on. The oh wow! Road. I did not know. Look at you dropping all these facts and knowledge. Um, and Angola is even north of there, which is then you're getting close to the. the yeah, Angola is north line. of St. Francisville, right. up towards um, Mississippi. 
Yeah, I forget the town though. It's up there though. Natchez? No, Woodville. Yeah, Woodville. Woodville. Yes. They put okay. the wood in Woodville. That's, That's where right. the stripper club is. That's right. I've got family in Woodville. But Are anyway, they strippers? Uh, no, they're not. Oh, okay. So, and then when I keep saying from us and where we are, we're in Zachary. So right. We're, yeah. So it's just all these little points there, which mean nothing to a lot of people. I'm sure. Everybody's but, like, that's <laughs> <laughs> just for our Louisiana listeners, I guess. Anyway, so this is how it would work. They would have it arranged where they would have the inmate driven from Angola to meet them. And and when I say them, this is Lee Harvey Oswald and David Ferry. And then at one time it was Clay, at least one time for sure is Clay Shaw. We really feel like this is the point in history. Like this is all converging on this one point in Clinton where they're seen. And this is in the Warren Commission, the House Select Committee on Assassinations even have this documentary. And it's in your favorite Oliver Stone's JFK movie. Not my favorite. Right. Yes, that was a joke. But, um, Anyway, so they would um, take the inmate to the facility in Jackson, which is the forensic hospital, and that's where they would inject these, um, so allegedly uh, inject these, because no one's ever been um, uh, charged with this and certainly not convicted. So this is just the, um, what these claims. And uh, injected with the, um, the weaponized cancer-causing monkey virus, and then they would take a blood, come back, and they take the blood test, but and do it all over again. So, um, but it is interesting to note that, um, like I said, that point in history where there is a black Cadillac, it's even been described as a black Lincoln, shows up in Clinton, which is a tiny town now. I can't even imagine. I'm sure it was even smaller then. It's still um, small, so that's I, what I, said I now. can't imagine what the right. fuck it was back then. So they roll up, and it's. Um, it's Lee Harvey Oswald, it's Clay Shaw, David Ferry, and uh, a female with them. And allegedly, it's um, Judith Ferry Baker. Um, some people think it might have been his uh, Lee Harvey Oswald's wife, which is um, Marina. Yeah, I can't think of her name, but it was Marina. Maybe, but um, a lot of this, some of this stuff can be found on the internet, but it's also in the Warren Commission, like I said, in the House Select Committee on Assassinations as well. So they roll up to Clinton because at this particular time they were waiting for the caravan to come with the inmate from Angola. To um, they didn't want to wait in Jackson, which is where the uh, forensic hospital was, so they decided to wait in Clinton. So um, they come the day after Martin Luther King makes his uh, famous I Have a Dream speech. And so the next day, there was a, a, a demonstration for uh, African-American voter registration. And so they pull up in this black Cadillac. So they're seeing the, the barber sees them. Um, there's several eyewitnesses, and um, this is all in the reports as well. But they... Uh, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald gets out, and he actually has, he signs up. He just wants to see if he can register to vote. They would <laughs> register to vote. And I don't know if they did or not, but anyway, he signs the, the register. So I guess they did. Yeah, yeah uh, hello. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, just, I just figured that out. If they let him sign the right. fucking shit, then he was I, know, uh, I guess I was thinking sign vote. in, but maybe it was for registration. Yeah, okay. So, and that's, sure. they actually have that, like, that's documented as well. That's proven. But they see, but that was Jim Garrison's whole trial, or whole case, right, was trying to con, um, link 
play Shaw and Lee Harvey Oswald together. Right. And here they are. They're, and what's crazy is there were links. Oh, yeah. They were linked, but he was trying to prove it. Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's proof. Well, and that's that was one of them, right? That was one of the, the points that he was he proved that they were all seen in Clinton. But the story in Oliver Stone's version in JFK is they were, I don't even know why they were down there because there was also rumors that there were CIA camps well, in, in Jackson the movie, as well. He was in New Orleans passing out leaflets for. No, no, no I, but I'm talking about. Um, well, they didn't even cover Clinton and JFK. Oh, I thought they did. No, okay. It was, it was only just in the hit, Warren him Commission. being in New Orleans. Okay. This was just in the Warren Commission and the House like Committee on Assassinations and covered this as well. But uh okay, well then disregard what because I Because Clay said. Shaw is a New Orleans business, businessman. Right. And the, the thing was that um Oswald was seen passing out leaflets for the free Cuba movement. And right. All that bullshit. Clay Shaw was tied to that through the CIA. David Ferry was tied to him to through Clay Shaw. And, and then Guy Bannister's... Uh, is Clay Shaw. Was the, that was Clay oh, Shaw's was that name? Okay. fake name or okay. alias or whatever. Oh. But one of them was the um, the head of the, the banana company. Clay Shaw, Guy Bannister, same person. Okay. So he was head of the... Um, same person. What was it called? The uh, International Fruit Market or something. Whatever, like but... <laughs> It's not was free a, market, but international. Uh, oh, in my mind, he was fruity. Well, I liked his fruit, right? But then there's also um, the uh, allegedly he had these. Um, he was growing the fruit in Cuba as well, and the Castro right. took that. They took all the the land and the plantations. Was it plantations? Then? Yes. Okay. Okay. His fucking banana right. farm and right, but all he had them shit. in South South America as well. Which, which that interesting enough, that's where Carlos Marcelo said he was from Guatemala. Yeah, that's where he was deported to. Which he was Italian or Sicilian. He was Italian. Is is yeah. He was born in what you call it, but that's only because his parents were there. That he, they were both Italians. Yeah, that's why I want to do. Um, I'd like to do a JFK episode, but I want to. I'd like to cover it well. with all aspects, including the Bush. So are we through with the cancer and the monkeys. Is yeah, that it? That's it. Yeah. That's where you're going to leave us, just hanging on it. And well, I wasn't trying to, but I'll wrap it up. Like you, uh, You're just leaving us with some Clinton and some monkeys. and Yeah, that's it. Because, I mean, no one was ever brought, um, charges were ever brought on them. No one, oh, well, okay, I guess I'll say this. So, to wrap, um, there is a wrap to this, <laughs> and, oh. which I will tell you. So... <laughs> So once Judy very Judy very Judith very Baker realizes, there you go. get it out. I know. Once Too she, many trulies. I, I, yeah. So once she realizes that this is not what she signed up for, and she signed up to find a cure for cancer, all in her grandmother's name, like this is that was her cause. She didn't sign up to kill in, unsuspecting inmates um, at prison. You know, just to, to turn this on Fidel Castro. So she writes a letter of protest to Dr. Alton Oshner and and says just that. And he's like, are you kidding me? Like, first of all, like, you never put that kind of things in writing because this like, is covert here, from the dame. beginning. Right. And so David Ferry said, you know what? You need to leave. And you need, like, this is coming down from the top. He said, you need to leave. You go back to Florida. You put your head down. You don't ever make a, a blurb in the headlines. You don't ever, you know, do anything else again. 
If you do, was she we will come after you. Was she with the laser? She was not. She went back to Florida. And, and she just lived say, her life. She did. She yeah. shut her mouth. Shut her mouth and so eventually read a book. she sold out. She lived her life. Like, Woman goes back to Florida? Yeah. She does not report was, about the cancer. Are you kidding me? You had the mob and you had the, um, you had the CIA. Like, she, she knew better. And then this is right before. This Allegedly. Is, this, hold on. This is August of Allegedly 19, the This mob. is August of 1963. And we all know what happened in November. Just a few short months later. Allegedly November, the mob. 1963. Get Clinton and like training near, for near the Lake invasion of Cuba, right? Yes, right. Which could also be why they were in Clinton, right? Yeah, because they were supposedly tied to that whole right, that whole thing. Which right? Anyway, so there it is. There you go. Hmm. Dun 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 dun. Hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was appropriate to talk about since everybody's worried about the the coronavirus. This is a little known story. I um. Corona monkeys. Yeah, there it is. I've been wanting to talk about that for a while. And then now the coronavirus is in New Orleans at the Primate Research Center. That's also the other connection. Where it all started with the cancer monkeys. Yes. Now they have... Different facility, but... Hold on. In 1964, or late 63, they moved the um, Delta Primate Research Center to New Orleans. And, I mean, from New Orleans to the North Shore in the Beta Springs area. And where they have about five, 6,000 monkeys to so this day. So what you're telling me is they're putting cancer in the Abita beer. I don't drink Abita beer. They're not. But anyway, Allegedly. I haven't even heard that rumor. Oh. But um, they uh, they are now testing the corona. That's in the news. They have sent the coronavirus to be studied at the um, Primate Research Center in Louisiana. So now we have it there. But no one worry because they have safety protocols. And... They didn't escape in 2003, 2005, 2015, right? Oh, yeah. I, sure, I don't know. They did. Monkeys did escape. <laughs> and and just one other. So you say. Right, allegedly. Um, one interesting interesting side note as well is we did talk about the Honey Island Swamp Monster, which that's another episode, several episodes back, about the supposed Bigfoot in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And that is in that area and the first sighting of the honey island swamp monster was in the same year that they moved the primate research center to so they saw the some mutated could be monkey cancer monkey, monkey <laughs> run around the swamp could be i'm a coincidence i don't know cancer monkey all right so that's what i have to say anything you want to say so i can just chop it all up i mean Let's hear you tell some stories. I had something. What? what? Hear you tell some stories. Let's hear you tell a story. Come on. Tell a story? I don't know. I just tried to tell a story. It was like walking through Jello. Well, let's see. It's like trying to carry a two-year-old that's squirming and yelling and screaming and asking five thousand questions. What kind of story? Never mind. That was just. It was really rhetorical. So you don't want me to tell a story? (laughs) 
That's what you're saying. You don't have to. You don't have a story, so. Well, you know, they had a thing on Facebook about songs that were turning 25 years old. Oh, that's what you're going to tell a story about. Songs that are turning 25 years old. I'm not telling a story old. about it, but it was just depressing. Like, all these songs that were turning 25 years old. I just recapped this big book about Dr. Mary's monkey, and I'm you're like, saying, I'd like to talk about songs that turn 25 years old. I didn't old. say I want to talk about the songs. I'm just saying that they made me feel really old. Why? Because, like, these are songs that in my prime that I was shaking my butt to. And no one cares. <gasps> How dare you? No one cares. All right. So, I guess that's it for this evening. Yeah. Cancer monkeys and... More monkeys and JFK. No, I, we didn't even talk about JFK. It was Lee. A Harvey little bit, a little bit. We yeah. mentioned him. We did. We you said him. Warren Commission. Yes, I did. Yes. And you said we know now what happened in 1963. Right. So now that I did that, you get to do the JFK episode. I can. Just, oh no. Lord! Actually, no, you're not, because then you won't cover the Bush angle, and you you're not going to cover the uh, Bush. Bush. You know, cover the GH. Um, GHB? No. That's a date rate Herbert, drug. Herbert Walker Bush angle. GHB. Right. That's the Bill Cosby story. Okay, we're done. We are done. Do we want to talk about our giveaway one more time? Yes. Um, go rate us anywhere you rate your podcast. Give us a five-star review ratings from the five-star reviews. We will pick a winner on March 15th, and you can win a t-shirt, a mug, sticker, and some other goodies in there. All right, all right, all right. That sounds like some good shit. Like, are we just giving this shit away for free? For free. All you got to do is give us a five-star. Even if you don't like us we're and giving, you just want to do a shitty rating, you just click the five stars, and then you can type whatever you we're want. We're giving that t-shirt away right there. That's a nice t-shirt. Are you showing the t-shirt? I mean, I guess I could. I mean, that doesn't make any sense on on audio. Well, We're giving nice, away that T-shirt right nice there. It's a nice T-shirt. I mean, I don't even have a T-shirt, and you're giving away the only T-shirt we have. Hell yeah, five-star. Go leave a five-star review. That would be cheating, but anyway. I'll pick myself, and then I can win a T-shirt? No, you can't. I'm not going to let you win. He's not going to win, guys. Well, don't let him win. Come on, please give us a five-star. Don't let him win this. He's the only one that gets the shirt. Well, I mean, I paid for it. I should get to wear it. Actually, I paid for it, but... Maybe I should get to wear it, and that'll make it even more... No, vulnerable. God, no, he's not going to wear it. I if I wore it, they'd be like, oh, Robert wore that shirt. Okay. They'd be like, I gotta have it. Okay, thanks, guys. Good night, morons. All right, that's us for another PM. Oh, fuck your mother. You've been listening to the Louisiana Saturday Night Podcast. Join us next time. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter at LSN Podcast. And find us on Facebook at Louisiana Saturday Night Podcast. Every night until further notice. Go! Okay, bye now. Goodbye.